Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Hey guys, welcome to Jobber Talk. And before we begin, I would like to say that I am so happy that I just recorded something with Kayfabe Cafe a few hours ago. So you will hear my voice invade Kayfabe Cafe once more. Mmm, yes, I'm invading again. And they have yet to invade my show. But that aside, yes, welcome to Jobber Talk. I am your host, Martin. And today is a very short yet special episode because I would like to finally get a few things off my chest. Uh, it's I it didn't quite say it in the last episode, uh, the Revo X review episode, nor Buez Tress. Yeah. So you know what? What better way to you know talk about certain things and certain topics than an episode? right now it's yeah so this is a filler episode it's just basically me on my high horse for the very first time yeah i don't i never want to sound preachy guys trust me but mother seriously when you Jag Garcia. We come from Kayfabe Cafe. We're squatting here for now, so get ready. Chopper Talk Nation for the Kayfabe Cafe. Invasion. You're listening to Jobber Talk with Martin. Only this time, this isn't Martin, but rather, this is Jag of Kayfabe Cafe taking over because. Martin, you're not the only one with friends that have advanced Linux terminal skills. What's up, Third World Linux? But of course, is a way of returning the favor to Martin after taking my spot in Kayfabe Cafe uh, as the, at the moment. And especially a recent development in the way that seems that my so-called best friend Ant has decided to have him host another one after our Revolution X review. But enough about my personal life. You guys are here for a wrestling podcast. And of course, what is a wrestling podcast without some wrestling news? Let's talk about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion for a bit here. Of course, the recently concluded Dominion has seen some really good stuff happening as we have new champions plural, from Canada. Of course, I'm talking about Bullet Club's Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental title, respectively. And I gotta say, this is a good move for New Japan. PR-wise, you have some familiar faces in the international scene that will elevate the New Japan brand even further other than the fact that Chris Jericho has a rock and wrestling rager happening in the few months time which will feature of course 
members of Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and of course New Japan. But back to where we are right now with NJPW as a brand. They're big enough as it is, but they got to be bigger if they want uh, to become the good alternative to WWE. But rather, this is not an alternative, but rather a good option if for those that are interested in the world of pro wrestling. Excuse my ramblings for a bit, ladies and gentlemen, but it is some good stuff to be witnessing this. And, of course, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in a few months. Because Jericho was signed with Impact Wrestling. So what's going to happen with the IC title? Will we see it in an Impact ring? Will we see, of course, Y2J being over as it is, he, will he be able to elevate the competition of the WWE with what he's doing right now with Impact and New Japan? And what does this mean for the international wrestling scene as a whole? The scene is growing, folks. And to see this kind of cross-promotion by one man is such a thing to behold. And of course, to, uh, back to Kenny Omega, this is even bigger especially with the development that E3 that he's going to be in E3 with Xavier Woods also known as Austin Creed of up up down down I'm kind of I'm not surprised that WWE has been okay with the idea at this point because E3 is a huge event especially for the gaming market out there and to see the rivalry between Austin Creed and Kenny Omega for the past few years this is something this is something they cannot control they cannot restrain any further remember the beginnings the humble beginnings of this rivalry started in an arcade somewhere in in the back roads of America of suburban America and it's grown into CEO, wherein they were they had a tournament, a Street Fighter tournament. That was like recent. That was a few years. That was not even. Was that even a year ago? Last year. Uh, I don't have my computer right now to access the to fact check that, but this rivalry has been going on, and to see something as big as the Bullet Club versus the New Day in the form of a video game tournament, this is hype. This is hype, folks. And you guys have to understand that this is going to be good publicity for everyone that will be tuned in. And those that will read the news afterwards. Of course, Up Up Down Down is its own entity. It's something outside of WWE. And there is something that they can't... There's just so much control that they can only do. But they can't stop this because it's a good thing. Because it's a good thing, especially for the gaming community, that I'm pretty sure they uh, they had to understand that why is this important for Kenny Omega to be against Austin Creed in such a huge event like E3. And with the Young Bucks, nonetheless, along with the New Day, what is this, a crossover episode? Well, it pretty much is at this point. So I'm kind of stoked to see that. The Capcom booth will be uh, showcasing that Street Fighter tournament between Austin Creed and Kenny Omega. And hopefully I get to see 
the IWGP heavyweight title somewhere in the vicinity. Probably just like in front of Omega. And this is, it It just feels, it, just the imagery of that is surreal. So, of course, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. My Dominion episode, I don't want to review it because I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. And But, nonetheless, it is something to behold, to watch. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I want you guys to watch it if you haven't yet there are a thousand and one ways to watch wrestling now and it's a good time to be alive folks and of course if you want Jobber Talk and the rest of Channel 14 to unsuck you can consider donating to their Patreon page go check them out and of course you can follow me at the Jag Attack on Twitter Instagram as well as Kayfabe Cafe Look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And for those that want to follow Martin and his shenanigans, you can follow him at the Martin V on Twitter. Of course, this has been Jag of Kayfabe Cafe, signing off. And for the off-tangent segment, not really off-tangent, I want to talk about E3 for a bit. It just kind of feels a little overwhelming to see a lot of these trailers come out. But seeing the Microsoft conference was actually a decision factor for me into leaning towards the Xbox One as a console of choice for me. Now... I'm still on the fence on whether to get a PS4, an Xbox One, or a Switch. And I'm wonder and I know you guys are wondering, Jag, why aren't you even getting a console at the moment? Not everyone can afford a console at the moment, folks. But I will want to save up for a con- for one console. There are so many factors to consider. PS4, Sony has a lot of exclusives on the PS4. Xbox One has their Game Pass, has a lot of interesting titles that you can't also get on the on Sony either, but it also features uh, there's a lot of interesting features about the Xbox as well. The Switch is still also in the on the table because I don't get to game on the TV as much as I used to, and that also helps. But Jack, what about the PC? The PC is super expensive, man. I mean, I'm I can get a PS4 for. 10k at the rush 8 for an Xbox One a Switch brand new is still on the line as well pretty much the same as a PC but the desktop is also another deriving factor is because of the lack of mobility but of course back to E3 it's just a crazy show right now man you gotta see like I'm, I'm still going through the conferences one by one I still haven't seen the Sony one yet, but I did get to catch a bunch of the trailers that were that came out recently, and it's still good as always. I think the only reason why I want to get a, a PS4 is because of the accessibility, but the Xbox One, it's actually easier for me. I don't know why. 
I kind of look into it, and there's still these driving factors. I may get it at the end of the console's life cycle at this point, but who cares? If, if there's a good backlog, if the store is still accessible, if Game Pass is still accessible, then might as well go for it. Jump in, my friends. And that Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass, is also a something that I'm really attuned to because of the fact that it's $10 a month and I get to choose between 100 games. It's Netflix with games. And versus having to buy having to buy 2,000 or so pesos on a brand new game, this is actually a, a nice factor for me to be able to experience a lot of the titles, especially that they're going to be new ones, new first-party titles that will come out on the same day on Game Pass as, as with the physical. I'm Jack Garcia of Kayfabe Cafe, and this has been Jobber Talk. <sighs> Man, that felt good getting off my chest. So yeah, uh, thank you for uh, listening to this very serious episode of Jobber Talk. Please don't forget to help this site unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel 14. Also find us on the Twitter. That's at CH14. All letters, no numbers. We got a YouTube page on the YouTube. That's channel 14. And please check out our other shows, Bodega Nights, Third World Linux, Radio Norm, and Third World Gaming. And because in a few days we will have a special episode, so yeah, there's that. And take care, good night, goodbye.